Christians who know that God's verdict upon our lives is meant to bring enormous joy. But we're never entirely sure what His view of us is. At the heart of these questions is a blurring of our status before God and our daily walk with God. I've compared them in the table that I'll describe shortly. Everything on the status side became true when you became a Christian and will remain true into eternity. By contrast, our walk with God changes regularly, perhaps on a daily basis, or even hourly. Our godliness is not constant, nor is our experience of God. Our status is deliberately in capitals, because in a healthy Christian, it's our status before God that gives us confidence that God loves us. When we allow our walk with God to shape how we imagine He views us, then we'll wobble and be anxious. Our status before God, unchanging. Our walk with God, fluctuating. Our status before God, unconditional. Our walk with God, conditional. Our status before God, justified. Our walk with God, progressively sanctified. Our status before God, Father's love for us. Our walk with God, Father's pleasure with us or displeasure. Our status before God, forgiven. Our walk with God, fluctuating guilt, forgiveness. Our status before God, we are declared holy. Our walk with God, we are growing in holiness. In this book, we'll pull apart our status before God and our walk with Him. Both come from being in Christ. We're united to Jesus as a branch is to a tree. All spiritual life flows from Him to us. Yet the distinction between status and walk is key. Five hundred years ago, Martin Luther started the Reformation with the discovery that he was simul justus et peccator. I only know this one Latin phrase, but it's a good one. It means we're simultaneously justified before the Lord and yet still a sinner. This is true of every Christian. We are perfect. Our status before the Lord never changes. We are always righteous before Him, and so He loves us deeply. Sinners. Our walk before the Lord is highly variable, which is why we sometimes feel guilty and wonder what God thinks of us. It's because we're both perfect and sinful that the godly person is genuinely excited to know God as Father, and yet bewildered by the times when they don't care about Him. They are thrilled by the promises in the gospel, and yet despair over how often they doubt them. Sadly, that's normal Christian living. We should long to change, but not despair that change takes time. Holding both together. Even when we mentally get our heads around being both perfect and sinners, living it out is hard. Most Christians, and churches, lean in one direction more than the other. Consider two absurdly named people, Status Steve and Walking Wendy. Status Steve is rock solid on the truth that God has accepted him through Jesus. He is an upbeat chap who sings loads of Christian songs and enjoys his church where he is affirmed. This is great. 
The downside is that he doesn't really consider how to love and serve others, or how God wants him to change. Steve is confident that God loves him whatever he does, and so he mostly does whatever he wants, even when the Bible tells him not to. Because, hey, God always loves him, so what does it matter if he sleeps with his girlfriend and gets drunk most weekends? By contrast, walking Wendy is obsessed by how well she's living the Christian life. She assesses her obedience daily. She's always looking to repent of anything that doesn't please the Lord. She daily confesses all she's done wrong and seeks to express her love for God by obeying Him. This is great! The downside is that she's anxious and introspective. She seems happier reciting a confession than singing a hymn of praise. Both of these are caricatures, but they help us to have some idea of which way we lean. Of course, it's possible to flit between being a Steve and a Wendy, sometimes feeling secure in our status.